Hey yo, it's a talk show host, Kana Lassiter. Join me for an episode of Relations, the most lit, lit hour of adult conversation. Hold up, hold up, you know you can't forget about me. It's 51 Spade, Alpha Male G-O-D, one half of Relations. You want to hear the truth? Can you, can you, can you handle the truth? It's where it's at, baby. It's where it's at, baby. What's good? Welcome to an all-new episode of Relations. My name is Kana Lassiter. Say it with me now, Alpha Male, G-O-D, 51 Spade, a.k.a. the Ninja Love to Hate. I'm in the building. You know how we do it. We have two exciting topics in one hour. The first topic is, why do we try to love the red flags out of people? And does having multiple baby mamas or baby daddies make you a bad candidate for a relationship? Or for commitment. So let's jump into uh, why do we choose to love the red flags out of people? Um, I don't know if we can answer universally why. I think we can just talk about doing it. And then in this conversation, maybe try to iron down why. But I know for a fact we do it. Because a woman can meet a guy clearly... If she ran down the list of things that she found out within the first 90 days, I'm almost positive that there were some things on the list that she was like, you know what? I know better than that. And the last time I dated the guy that did that, this is how it happened. So there's things on the list that we kind of turn a blind eye to because our pro list versus our con list is either longer or it could be shorter, just have big shit on it. Mm-hmm. So let's say on the pro list is he makes $200,000 a year. And on the pro list, he has a big dick. And on the pro list, he has his own car, own house, you know, own car, own house. He's got all that stuff. But on the li- on the con list, he has um, just, just to say bad habits so that I'm not rambling on. He's just got... A whole bunch of bad habits versus all this good stuff. So a lot of times a person will look at all the good stuff. And it's been a long time since I met a guy that had his own money, big dick, own house, own car. So it's like, damn, he got all those bad habits. But where am I going to find another guy that looks like this on paper? And I think that's where we're like, you know what? First of all, who am I to judge? That's the default. Pull yourself off your high horse, bitch. You got issues, too. So who are you to judge his issues? He's a person. He was so kind. And that's how we kind of convince ourselves that it might not be that bad. Okay. Maybe. I'm just trying to narrow down, from my perspective, why a person would see red flags and still pursue. Now, when I dig deeper, probably after you speak at least once or twice, I'll be able to pinpoint when I've done it most recently. And then I could probably be more specific to my own reasoning as to why I said, oh, she's got all this shit, but oh, all this stuff is going to come back and bite me in the butt and why maybe I didn't pay attention to those things specifically. But I'll let you start off. I'm going to say that really at the end of the day, um, it do kind of start in for me, which I've often said starts in a household. And I just feel that those type of things are not really taught, like how to 
choose a relationship and when it don't start like that, if you winging it on your own, mm-hmm. listening to your friends, um, you can get a whole bad, bad amount of information. It's just like, is a guy growing up? Um, most guys, we don't know anything about sex, but we get sex advice from our friends. So, <laughs> and it's all bad advice because you're talking about a bunch of guys that's, we're not, they're not women. But they saying, you need to fuck her like this. You need to fuck her hard. You need to, you know, you need to ram it in. You need to do all this type of shit. And it's just bad advice. And now when you talk about relationships, that's a whole nother beast with inside itself. I say for me, when I first recognize it is typically my first mistake is I went off looks. <clears throat> Didn't really do any research about the person I'm dating and go any further. But I learned, I've learned that. It's often to look into their family, kind of see how they how they mama know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, how they, how the, how the mama live, uh, the sister, how the family operate. Um, do they get along with their dad? That might project some some shit that they don't like about men. And sometimes when you start right there, those red flags will pop up and you'll see them. And I'll speak from a guy perspective. We're often blinded. I even say women too, but we're often blinded by pussy. I mean, it's just the reality of it. Like we're blinded by the simple fact that we just want sex. And then we start saying, well, that's not that bad. Like I can deal with her not really having a good job or uh, uh, getting a car repossessed and shit like that. Like I dated someone that was like that. And that was one of the things I was like, I must be out of my mind. But the pussy was like phenomenal. You know what I'm saying? So I knew I was fucking up. Right there. Right. Um, I'm glad that you kind of did what I wanted to do is go more in depth specifically to when you noticed. For me, I've been sitting here and I just... I, the last relationship that I came out of that I'm no longer in... Um, I feel like I there were some things in the beginning that if I paid more attention to, I would have recognized that there were red flags. I didn't recognize them as red flags. I recognized them as something that is a part of someone's life. And I think that... Like what? Like having kids. You got four kids. You got four children. Okay. So to say to... Let's say I'm talking to my homegirl. And I'm like, yeah, I met this great um, person... And this person has four kids. Mm-hmm. You know, in most cases, someone, whoever I'm talking to is going to be like, wow, you know, that's a lot of kids. Mm-hmm. But somehow I'm going to bypass that to get to all the things. Yeah. And, you know, they work in the medical field and they got their shit together and we're going to vacation. This is just great. She's a perfect fit. There's so much chemistry. Blah, 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 blah. Not even really addressing. Damn, you know, that's a lot of kids mm-hmm. because that was probably the cue to, okay, think about how that might affect what it is that you're trying to build with this person. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it, I'm not saying that it's specific to the children, okay, but if they have four kids, then they had, there's a relationship. There's a baby father or a husband. Mm-hmm. So you have to consider him. You have to consider, <clears throat> of course, one day meeting the kids, interacting with the kids. Mm-hmm. So in some way, I was supposed to visit the four kids scenario. I was definitely supposed to visit it. This is my conundrum. How can you really call a person with children a red flag? I think it's 
maybe that's why I didn't consider it a red flag because morally it doesn't feel right to meet someone who has four children and say, oh, that's a red flag because it technically it isn't. <clears throat> but the things surrounding the kids become red flags, I so, think. It's not so, specifically the children. So the children wasn't the red flags, but the connection to it was. Exactly. I can see that. Exactly. Um, so I think for me... I ride the line of right and wrong judgment. Judgment, um, uh, the person's value, pros versus the cons. I feel like just in a short amount of time, I said more pros Mm -hmm. about the person than I said cons. Just in that short amount of time. Did you ever make a list? I never made an official list. And And that's what I say a lot of times. That's some of the things we don't do. You see that type of shit like on TV shows and shit like that. Someone, we never do it. That someone will write out like this pros and con list, but you don't write it out yourself. So mm-hmm. it would have been for me to be like, okay, she got four kids, but really that could have been a pro, but what could have been the con that got on that list? Mm-hmm. Because I could give two different scenarios. Like <clears throat> I've dated someone with four kids, but divorced dealing with one scenario and probably not even connected, wasn't connected. I never really had to interact with that. Mm. But if you're dealing with someone who have four kids and three baby daddies, that's a little bit different. That's an issue. Exactly. And we don't want to go, I really should get off the kids because our next topic is dedicated to people with kids. So I'm going to name another red flag. Um... People know red flags. Uh, lack of return calls, the missed appointments, um, the stories aren't right. There are a lot of things that, even in not even in X situations, there are a lot of things, even in my age, that I see that I would consider, now that is some red flag ass shit. But let me tell you where I am in my life. Well, you yeah. have to choose your battles. And that's where I've come, I think, because I don't think you're ever going to stop seeing things that make you go, hmm, ever. I don't think I don't care if you are in a relationship with the most loyal person. I think because you don't know their every move. You don't know their every intent. You don't know everything about a person. So there are going to be things that they say and do on their own accord that are going to make you question shit. You know why? Because you don't know the real answers. So really, no matter what they do, right or wrong, I think it creates a space for questions in your relationship. And when that happens, you have to be careful because you could pick a fight about something that's not really going on based off a red flag that you saw. So I think you, one, have to pick your battles, and two, you have to pick the right way to pry because at the end of the day, it could turn to those same red flags that we want people to notice could be the catalyst also for things that you're creating in your mind that aren't happening. Mm -hmm. Can we at least... Say that too, because I like I said, I could be in an active, loyal, great situation mm-hmm. and still go, I don't know, like this doesn't make any sense, really. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't normally do that, it doesn't make any sense, really. Like, I'm a, I really want to ask him, like, why did you make that decision on that day when you've never done it in the whole time we've ever been together? That is a red flag to me. To me, talking to a guy, soon as he hear a red flag, he's gonna be like, So you're saying you don't believe me, 
Are you saying that you don't trust me? So you see where we're going? When you mention red flags, now we're crossing a line over, bitch, do you even trust me? Yeah, but you know, if you recognize the red flags, you don't have to expose the what red, the red, the flag red is. flags are. That's the, the lesson to, in the conversation. To, to, to the other person. Okay. Like, like, I was talking to a woman, and she was saying, like, every guy that she deal with um, have no problem with the way that she dress. <clears throat> um, or has a problem with the way she dress. But they met me like this. And hearing her talk, I was like, I could understand that how that could be bothersome. But the thing was, I had never been out with her or no thing like that. So to me, it wasn't really the dress attire because it's like it could be the way that you dress. But what do you do when you're dressed a certain like way and you're out and about? And I'm like looking and I'm saying, well, you know what? I don't really think that that's it. I'm like, it's not really the way that you dress. It's really like what you doing that's making the guy feel uncomfortable. And for me, typically that would not be a red flag for me is saying the way someone dress. But the way you act would start to be a red flag because I'll be like, okay, so you dress this way. I get it. I understand a little uh, scantily clad. But are you showing your boobs and then leaning over being extra friendly, extra aggressive when you dance, do you dance provocative? And then I say to myself, well, the problem is really you, not really the way that you dressing. And she doesn't recognize the shit. So that's a red flag for me, but she doesn't recognize it. And then you would end up on my con list, not a pro list. Cause it, it the way that she dressed, I'd be like, okay, you know, women, pro-choice you can dress mm-hmm. you know provocative you know just because you dress like a a post office worker don't mean that you are one right you know what i'm saying uh but you also are a represent representation of me um some red flags that i've had is um sometimes deal with substance abuse i've had women who drank too much women who smoke too much and then trying to convince me that they don't have an issue that they don't have an issue and the thing about that is i don't think anybody's ever going to admit to having like a like having an issue like when i was drinking real heavy i didn't think i was drinking real heavy it's being pointed out by other people saying you know drinking is cool but i think you you know you was a mean drunk like when you were drinking so i had to evaluate myself and then say you know what let me not drink for a while and then as i'm not drinking and going out to the clubs and shit like that and then you see people who acting like you act mm-hmm. and you say oh maybe this is the way i was acting when you see somebody else mm-hmm. like stumbling and shit like that and then have you ever seen like women when they drunk like it's, it, they ain't even like men men will start fights and shit like that uh i was at a club and my old lady was in there drunk i had to have people uh, help me drag her out like four people have to drag me. I would have been so embarrassed. It was embarrassing. <laughs> it definitely was embarrassing because it's like, I'm not saying like that's a guy thing. You know, I've seen women drunk and mm-hmm. shit like that. But it's like when they with you, you like, and that just Why went. now? Yeah, and that shit just went on my list. Like, you know what? Got to avoid females who, who drink. Who drink, yeah. Especially like that. Yeah. Right. Just because of the behaviors that are associated with it afterwards. Oh, yeah. Um, I think for me, 
I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm just a a look at the glass half full person. I'm not a half empty person. So I feel like for me, I am going to be someone who is going to love or try to love the red flags out of a person. I'm just gonna be transparent. Wow. Um. I think because most of the time the person themselves is bigger than the flag. The person them the person themselves are much bigger than the issue. Mm-hmm. Um and what I mean by that is you can meet a person that will completely amaze you with the type of person they are, whether it's their ambition, the way they speak. Um, people have a presence. And I think I'm mostly attracted to people with a presence. I think I can honestly say, even if I dated an asshole, I will honestly say most of the people that I aligned myself in a relationship with had a presence about them. And that presence superseded every single red flag on the list. Just the, the person's presence. And there isn't one perfect person on the planet. So if I'm saying to myself, every single person on the planet has red flags, I just have to deal, I have to decide which red flags are going to be okay for me to address or not address. I can deal with that. I have to. I don't have any other choice because I'm never going to meet Jesus. Ever. I'm not. So so everybody I meet is going to have something. Something's going to trigger me to feel a type of way. In most cases, for me, it's going to trigger my trust issues. In most cases, because that's probably the only issue that I've had in past relationships is most women get lied to or cheated on. So that has to do with trust. So I think because that's a kind of thin line, most of the time, a red flag involving trust is about something that happened or something that you saw, something that was said that leads you to believe that something has happened. I'm saying something for a reason, because just because you saw something doesn't mean that's actually what's going on. And so because that's the biggest red flag that's been on my list, it's been very hard for me to confront some shit I'm not sure about. Mm-hmm. I don't have all the proof. There's just things that's been done here and there over a certain amount of time that I consider to be red flags. And if I came out and I told my mate, hey, you know, don't you consider all these things that we've been through over the over this timeline? Don't you consider those red flags? I would think he would look at that and be like, I mean, I'm gonna keep it G. Yeah, Mm -hmm. but I'm quite sure if you was to take a boyfriend, just an ex, and then say why y'all broke up. All those red flags was already there, and someone already told you. Like, they, and that fucking like, sucks. Like, like they, they, like they were right there, and that's the thing about it. Like, when I listen to people talk about like they exes, and I'd be like, "You ain't seen nothing wrong with this shit." Like, I'd be trying to figure out like how you been. So, like, and the reason I'm bringing that up is because you was like, I'm the type of person that love the red flags out of people, and I think you're not alone with that. But some shit to me is like, like this is crazy for you to be trying to love some shit out. Like, if someone is verbally abusing you, that's a red flag. And then you're going to try to love that shit out of them. But that shit is embedded in them. If they beating, if they beating the shit out of you, that's embedded in them too. You can't mm-hmm. love that out of a person. Mm-hmm. You can't lie. You can't love cheating out of a person. You can't lie. You can't love stealing out of a person. Like, 
someone steal from me, I'm gonna put them six feet deep. Like, that's just me. Mm-hmm. That's that's how I feel. There's certain things about that that's a trigger for me. Right. You know what I'm saying? So when people like steal from me, I I take it like I can take it to the Super Bowl. Right. But, but like, that would be something that you said you can't deal with. So if you found, if you got, if you wake up in the morning constantly over a month and every time you go to your wallet, $20 is missing, then you know the bitch that you land with is stealing money out of your wallet. That's probably somebody that you're going to cut off. Now, I will say I had that happen to me and I'm going to sit and I'm so embarrassed to every say. Every morning you woke up, you was missing 20 bucks? No. <laughs> this guy that I was dating in, in school, we had sex. I fell asleep. When I woke up, he was gone. My whole day went by. I go out to eat. I know I got $40 in my wallet. Mm-hmm. I go to pay my bill. My $40 ain't there. What's in your ain't wallet? nobody been around my wallet but him. And I called him and asked him, did you take some money out of my wallet? This fool said, yes, I'm sorry. Hmm. Do you think I fucked him again? Yeah. I did. <laughs> it is it, it, just because delusion. Because you'll give like uh, what what they call it? like brownie points. Like women, a lot of times they give brownie points. Like I know I'm get, he slapped me that one time, but that did good. You know what I'm saying? Like you start justifying shit. Like like I'm having sex with my ex. Sex good. We having threesomes. We doing all that type of shit. But she losing apartments, getting cars repossessed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like and I and. I sat idle. I hate to say it. I sat idle because I had my own place. And right. when she got and when she got her place repossessed, I was like, that don't mean you can get stuck with me because you don't know how to make financial <laughs> decisions. Like, that ain't going to make no sense to me. Well, I got to get stuck with it. You right. know what I'm saying? They come stay so, in my house. Yeah. And I, but I, see, for me, if that were me, even though you have a valid point of saying, hey, man, you're not responsible. You can't live with me. As the female, I'd have been like, that's a motherfucking red flag. I'm on my dick. And he ain't going to help me. That would have been, all of her friends would have been like, hell no, that ain't cool. You've been fucking with that nigga for seven years. He definitely fucking somebody else. He ain't feeling you really like that because there's no way he's going to let you get, what, evicted? And you can't go stay at his house? That's a red flag all day. Did she fuck you after that? Well, I didn't let her get evicted. She got evicted herself. So (laughs) I didn't have nothing to do with that. And yes, she fucked me afterwards. I'm a (laughs) dickson. So, yeah, I guess we all gonna love the red flags out of motherfuckers. Because that would have been a problem. Especially but, but if you've dated a but guy see, a significant is, amount of time. That is but, like the hugest red flag. I can't go to his crib and stay the night. I can't bring my overnight bag. Like, I that's didn't, crazy. No, 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 no. I didn't say she couldn't stay the night. I said she can't move in. I don't know about that. You, mm-hmm. How long was you fucking with her? I'm fucking with a while, but you still A while is what? You can't move in. No, you dead ass wrong. <laughs> and y'all know you dead ass wrong. He you won't even tell you how long he you fucking can't, with her. Because, that's crazy. Because that's the thing. People don't like to tank take accountability for the shit that they do and see my thing is like that's why a lot of times when i'm talking to people people be like what you mean and the conversation that we had it it didn't really revolve about her moving in but it did revolve around you know it started off with your car getting repossessed now next month now we talking about losing your you losing your place you know what i'm saying and now you're gonna come to my house and do what you see what I'm saying? So realistically, if that's a red flag, that's a red flag for both of us. Because I'm looking at red flags right then and there. 
And then, yeah, of course, you could probably call your homegirl and be like, yeah. oh, damn, girl, he should have your back. He should. Because you losing your shit. what the fuck do i gotta do with that (laughs) now and keep in mind when i'm speaking from this i'm speaking from the perspective of not a wife not a fiance and just someone you know saying this boyfriend and girlfriend you know we fight and i think that's the biggest thing if Mm. we're gonna if there's a lesson in it all that it might be okay for you to be someone who loves the red flags out of somebody but at 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 what cost and at what level of commitment? Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? If you're just fucking somebody, then you're basically just laying down and ignoring all that shit and really not taking responsibility for the type of relationship that you're in. If there's value in the relationship, then some of them red flags are there, mm-hmm. but the presence of that person in your life is much bigger than the red flags are. And I, I, I'm not finna battle nobody over that. You can't because they've consciously decided that that person holds this value. These are bad habits that I can just deal with because the person to me is much bigger than the habit. And so I think I'm okay with that Mm -hmm. because that person isn't saying, no, he isn't. No, he's not. They already know who they're with. That's the difference. So if I have a girlfriend that's saying, ooh, girl, this, ooh, girl, that, he do this, he do that, my answer is supposed to be, I know, that's what I chose. That person you can't really argue with. Mm -hmm. It's the person who's broken Mm -hmm. that's like, oh, my God, this is what this person did. Oh, my God, I've lost everything. Well, damn, of course you've lost everything. You date somebody that smokes crack. There ain't nothing left because he smoked it up. That's the person you really don't feel sorry for because you knew he smoked crack. You understand what I'm saying? a lot of people who smoke crack for some strange odd reason i'm just saying it's an easy reference for people to be like well she makes a lot of sense i mean i use other references you can use it is, like, like, but they can also be very small that somebody on the other side if i said he likes to go out every night mm-hmm. the person on the other end is really just like talking on the phone and tuning in to the podcast every now and then because we talking about good shit but bitch mm-hmm. my man go to the club all the time i ain't trying to hear that shit That's why I'm trying to give an example where a person would wake up and say, okay, I get it. That's a big situation, but then apply that to the small things. But it's hard for people to even recognize their faults, um, bad things about them or anything like that. Like, that's just one of those things. So even red flags, like I was looking at, um, I was looking at a podcast and it was this woman saying like, you know, she wanted to date a man that was, you know, pretty much wealthy, high-end man and this and that, and wasn't recognizing the things about her that was, that I'm just like, what do you think? You want to date a high-end man? Some of the things about you are not suited, and the podcaster was asking things about it, and he got to her weight. And he was like, well, how much do you weigh? And she was like, um... She was like, uh, I weigh, I think she said she weighed like 195. Or no, she thinks she weighed like 212. Right. Uh, or some shit like that. And he was like, you like a small back. Like a running back. She was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> now, <laughs> and I'm looking at her like, you are the size of like a little half back. <laughs> and people were focused on the podcaster saying she was a small back versus her just saying, like, there's no man with wealth and money that's going to pick 
someone your size. Right. Like, it might be mean to say it that way. But I even said, to, I said myself, I'm like, even if you didn't want to say that, I would be like, a man probably couldn't even pick you up. If he wanted to marry you, he probably couldn't even carry you past the threshold. Mm-hmm. Like, you're 212. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Now, I'm 215. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. She's a couple of pounds away from me. Right, right. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And she didn't. That's a red flag. And she wouldn't even recognize the red flag within herself. Self, yeah. It's true. It's very true. Um, it's just one of those things, man. <laughs> Straight up. It is one of those things because you want to re- wanna rebuttal something like that, but it's one of those things where everybody's just like, it is what it yeah, is. I think it's rebuttal. one of those debates <laughs> where it's just like, at the end of the day, it's like, it is what it is because everybody that we love has issues and those issues are what people said well girl you knew that you knew that when you had them therefore equating to a red flag so it's multiple baby daddies and multiple baby mommies is that a red flag for commitment do are these specific persons with multiple baby mamas and multiple baby daddies are these people bad candidates for commitment that is the specific question mm-hmm. are they bad people to get into relationships with what do you think what are my thoughts on that yeah if they have one <clears throat> not one baby mama or baby daddy but multiple mm-hmm. are they bad mm-hmm. candidates for commitment and i think i want to add on why mm-hmm. why are they so if if, if if they are or are not bad for commitment why or why not okay this is uh, circumstantial and the reason I'm going to say that is because I dated someone who just had one baby daddy and at that point in time dating they had been broken up of what she told me he was dating somebody else and, she, and there was no problems they was trying to co-parent and they were successful, I guess, to that point in time, all the way till she said, I'm dating me. Then all of a sudden, he was just coming out of the woodworks. Like, she's calling me saying, um, my baby daddy was driving me somewhere and he put me out on the side of the road. And I'm listening to that. And see, this is this is the thing about this. I agree with co-parenting. I do. But it's different levels to it. If you co-parenting someone and their child is like eight. In this situation, I think he was eight, seven, something like that. Um, they're young. They're they're and they're not that far removed from even a relationship their self. But you could be dating somebody and their kid is like 17, 18. It's a different circumstance. That's true. The baby mama and baby daddy probably not even talking. At that point in time, because I've because I've been in that scenario. So in this scenario, I'm thinking to myself, she can co-parent with her baby father, and now I have to deal with this shit. But the problem is now she's calling me saying he put me out on the side of the road, and I'm saying to myself, why are you calling me telling me he put you out on the side of the road? Because now I'm in a dilemma. Am I supposed to save you? 
and confront him. You see what I'm saying? Which I can. But the thing is, they have an eight-year-old son. So I'm going to play a scenario out where it's like I confront him or I can confront her. Why are you in the car with him? Both of y'all driving. Red flag for me. You can co-parent. Both of y'all ain't got to be in the car, but that's just my opinion. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What are y'all arguing about that he threw your ass out on the side of the road? I need that information. Okay? Now, if I confront him, we we men, we already know where it's going. You know what I'm saying? Shit getting physical. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's finna get World War Three. We finna move some furniture in this bitch. And... Let's say worst case scenario. If I hurt the baby daddy, kill the baby daddy, I'm still dating her with the son that's saying, you dating the person that killed my dad? Or hurt my dad. Yeah. yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's a scenario that I can't say whether it's a good point or a bad point to date him. It's just circumstantial because you just really don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And everybody don't have the same mentality. Mm-hmm. Like for me, when me and my baby mom was going, getting into it and we were separated, I chose just really not to communicate like that. I just didn't want to be in the same space with her. But everybody don't feel that way. Some people be like... You know, y'all should co-parent and y'all should just get along and y'all should just be happy and stuff like that. Hey, if you can do it, fine. I don't know everybody that's like Will Smith and got Will Smith money and can bring everybody together for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. It's it's real difficult. And sometimes things are a little bit different, like I said, when the ch- children are younger. Like when I was dating somebody, me and my baby mom used to get along because I think there's theories that come into play. Like when your child is so young... The mama don't want the person you dating to call her mama. Well, guys don't fucking like uh, their son to be calling somebody else daddy. But I also don't have a fucking choice on who you date. It's not like you fucking called me up and was like, hey, I'm finna date Tyrone and I think y'all should meet and blah, 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 this, this, and that. Like, but we know scenarios like that do we exist. Do. We do. And they're completely normal. Some. I ain't seen many. But <laughs> um, for me, I'm between a rock and a hard place again. I would, on the interim, say, yeah, they're a bad choice for commitment. Because look at the one commitment they didn't make. My first question is going to be, if you got multiple baby dad or baby mamas, which one of them hoes did you marry? Which one of them was your wife? If you say none, then you have a problem with your dick. If you got three or four baby mamas, you don't strap up. You understand what I'm saying? No. Hey, what, none of them your wife and you got a divorce? To me, you're right. It's circumstantial. Yes, I have three. I don't have. I have three uh, separate or three ex-wives that I have children with. That's a different conversation. I can't judge somebody who's saying to me, hey, I fell in love three times, got married three times, had kids with each one of those wives three times, mm-hmm. and now I'm not with them anymore. So you're absolutely right. I wouldn't look at him as a bad candidate for commitment because he committed three times. Mm-hmm. He tried to do it the right way. It just didn't work. But see, for me, I disagree because I'm like, your decision-making sucks. <laughs> How can you say that? Because you got married three times and divorced three times. It's but it could, be, it could be that it wasn't his fault. I don't care what you did. You did it three times and got divorced three times. Facts is facts. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, I'm supposed to be convinced that I married this person once, got a divorce, tried it again, got another divorce, tried it again. That's like baseball. Okay, like- <laughs> it's funny to me, though. <laughs> 
that people are looking at that person saying, oh, he got married and divorced three times, but you can meet a fucking chick that got two baby daddies and that's completely normal today. But if you met and she got, <clears throat> she's been divorced twice, it's a big deal. Oh man, that bitch is a black widow. She's been divorced twice. Da, da, da. The bitch made a motherfucker marry her and change her last name twice. Mm -hmm. That's a different title than a, just a baby mama. That's an mm -hmm. ex-wife. That's mm -hmm. an ex-husband. I, I just think it's different. But I look at women like that too. Even though you're saying that, I'm going to say by normal standards, we've been taught that you can't say politically that you're wrong. Um, what's the uh, what's the saying? The say the saying is um, "Marry before you carry." So, if it's marry before you carry, realistically, you shouldn't have two baby daddies or three baby daddies because you didn't get married. So don't tell me that's the norm, and then and then try to hold me accountable when I'm like. Why you, why you didn't, why you and this ex didn't marry? Y'all was just fucking. That was a one night stand. That was whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm holding you accountable for all it. I'm not saying that it's your fault and it's like, oh, you need the scarlet letter. But what I'm saying is like, I don't really feel like that's the norm because now you're bringing that energy into somebody else's life. And that has to be said and accounted for. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, is a guy, and I'm just speaking as a guy, like, what deal am I getting out of that? I'm getting a bad deal. If anybody was on Shark Tank right now, and they're like, here she is, Sasha. She has two babies, two baby daddies. That You think someone going to throw a deal? No. For that? Like, if they sitting back listening to the pitch, I'm quite sure everybody on the, on the is going to be like, I'm going to pass on this deal. Yeah. It just doesn't look like it has she enough equity decision. into this. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, if I take you on and I'm just going to speak now for real, like, I'm not getting a good deal out of that shit. I'm taking on you is a mouth to feed. Your kids is a mouth to feed. And I'm not saying men don't do that. Men do do that. But we don't get the appreciation from doing that shit. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, it's a lot to fucking do. And motherfuckers come into your life acting like it's just fucking twiddly winks. That is not... Twiddly winks. That is not... That's new. That is not no good deal for no man. You know what I'm saying? It just isn't. So you're saying the answer is definitely... I'm not saying... Multiple baby mamas or baby daddies are bad candidates for I'm not man. saying that. What I'm saying is every circumstantial is different. But every what I'm saying is every circumstance is different. But at the end of the day, there's still got to be some accountability for some with some shit that goes down. You get mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, it just has to be. But a lot of times, it's like how you said, that's the norm. It's the norm because people ain't saying the shit, ain't really saying what's on their mind. Right. Um, It's a lot of people out here, I think even our listeners, that have more than one baby daddy or baby mom. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I don't want to make them feel less valued, but I did hear something that I want to share. I know everybody's been watching Kevin mm -hmm. Samuels. Okay. Lately, he's been real popular. If you guys don't know who Kevin Samuel is, look him up. Look him up on YouTube. He keeps it like super G. Um, and he was talking to a young lady, and he basically she wanted a high value guy. She wanted to get married, have the white picket fence, the whole nine. And he asked her how many kids she had. She had like two or three kids. Mm -hmm. And then he asked her how many baby, 
you know, was she married? She said no. And then it came out that she had two baby fathers. And he jumped down her throat as to who do you think wants to take on that lifestyle? Mm -hmm. Who do you think sees value in the life that you have set up Mm -hmm. to be bothered with? Take on your two children, Mm -hmm. which is okay. But to now take on the drama behind having two separate baby daddies and he now has to place a value in you to make you his wife. Why? Like you said at the beginning of the show, why would he do that? Being already a high value person, he looking at her like her policy, her her value decreased with each kid or with each baby daddy mm-hmm. that her value went down some. Mm-hmm. And I think he got attacked by that because he's basically telling her she wasn't valuable enough mm-hmm. because of her situation with her baby fathers mm-hmm. for a man to just walk in and sweep her off her feet and give mm-hmm. her the white picket fence scenario. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's what I said, like not accountability. And when I say not accountability, I mean, if a guy was to do that, and I just flip it in reverse. You hear a lot of you hear a lot of women sometimes saying, "Well, I'm taking care of his child, and I'm paying his child support, and I'm doing this X Y Z for this man." So now it's current. The man now is taking care of her, the child, and everything else. But the problem is this: they are not biological. And women, at the end of the day, you have a choice to either. Have this child, not have this child, give it up for adoption if you're not in the correct space to raise this child. And now if you're asking a man to do it, you want him to do it, but you want him to do it on your terms. Right. You don't want him to discipline because it's not your child. You don't want him, you, uh, your, your parental raising is different. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to coddle him and or her and be friends and stuff like that and then want this man to step in and take disrespect while I'm paying for everything in the house. And if I say something to your child and you don't step in, I mean, where does that leave me? I'm supposed to just be in the house getting disrespected. I mean, I pay for everything in this motherfucker. If I'm the king, I'm the king. And that's that's like non-negotiable if somebody's really an alpha male and really on his kids. I mean, it's not even really about negotiable. I don't know. It's like, where do you go? Like, I don't go to Walmart and tell them, hey, these eggs is priced too high. I think these motherfuckers should be a dollar. And Walmart say, okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, it's like, you want me to take care of you and your kids, deal with your baby daddies, two of them, their bullshit, your kids, their bullshit, and I'm paying for majority of shit in his house, and I don't have no respect, like, make that shit make sense. But when you ask the person, because it doesn't involve them having a problem, they just looking at you like, like, what the fuck? Just like what I was saying about the girl, like, 212, you a small run back. You know what I'm saying? Like, and she's like, no, I'm not. Like, look at running back up. <laughs> like, you weigh, you weigh, you weigh the, 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 the weight of a man and, and thinking nothing is wrong with this shit. Like, this is the type of shit we dealing with. Like, delusion. Mm-hmm. Like, for real. Let's talk about more delusion in this tap-in that we got this week. 
delusion. This is the tap-in. I clearly told my boyfriend not to pull my hair when he beat it, which we ever know what beat it means, right? Don't pull my hair. Um, he did it anyway, and he ripped out my $600 lace front. Am I wrong to send him an invoice for the lace front wig? You are delusional. Delusional. And this is the thing. I'm just saying it's delusional because you're not going to send him an invoice. Mm -hmm. If he's getting the pussy and he's on that level with you mm -hmm. where he's y'all are having sex, it should be okay for him to go just replace the wig. You shouldn't have to invoice him. That looks weird to me. Mm -hmm. Just say, damn, babe, you messed up my hair. Like, you know, my hair is like $600. And if he doesn't give you the money or something on it, then that's just a red flag. You need to leave his ass alone. What you got to say? I'm trying to figure out why this shit cost $600 and came out it's so easy. It's a lace front. <laughs> Okay, but it's $600 and you can pull it while hitting from the back and the bitch just slipped out? $600. If that bitch can't stay in, you need some Gorilla Glue or something. <laughs> like, like, I'm trying to figure out, like, why this shit ain't staying in. Um, we could be specific, you can, too. You can send an invoice if you want to, but that take I'm taking it now that you just don't fuck with that person. Like, y'all was just fucking... And if you want to send it, that's cool. You don't got to pay for it and no shit like that. Um, but I think this is equivalent to like, what if you have like $400 Versace sheets and you getting down, you know, having a threesome and then bitch just squirt all over your $400 Versace sheets hmm. and you just want new sheets. Is it okay to ask her like, man, I didn't know you squirt. You need to replace my fucking sheets. Ooh, that's going to happen. But round two is going down <laughs> if I find out. She's squirting like that. Fuck those sheets. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> and I'm just saying that you should tune in to Relations every single Friday. That's our show, guys. My name is Kayla Lassiter, and you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and IG at Kayla Lassiter. Hey, you can find me on both platforms, Twitter and IG. Um, I want to thank everybody for joining um, on Podbean. Please follow, subscribe to the channel. We come out every Friday on YouTube. And like I said, looking for the shirts, it's alphamalegodcreation.com.